Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. If you are a Padre fan and you're a mother, your day cannot be going any better. Chris Paddock, let's talk about him for a second. He returned, and before you tell me it was only three innings, it was the best three innings Chris Paddock has pitched this season. He struck out four while only giving up four hits and walking just one batter. That batter was Buster Posey earlier in the game, and I don't really mind that walk if you're listening to the pregame show. We talked about how good Buster Posey's been at the plate this season. Paddock, though, he threw an efficient 53 pitches with 30 strikes. And if we dive into the numbers a bit, Paddock's fastball was the best we've seen in a long, long time. His fastest pitch today was our frequency, 97.3 miles an hour. He threw 34 fastballs and got seven swings and misses. It was really, really fun to see Chris Paddock steady the ship today coming off of the IL. He really needed a start like this. I I can't even tell you how much he probably thought – he he exhaled when he was done pitching because uh, he he really needed something to go in his favor. And I know that he has to continue to do this, but you can't hate anything you saw out of him today. We're not sure exactly what put him on the 10-day IL, but whatever it was, he looked fresh and he looked like he hit the reset button. And that's all that Padres fans could ask for going into the game today. I mean, I don't even think they announced him until maybe uh, an hour and a half before the game or something like that. So uh, he, he, he probably knew he was going for a couple days, but we didn't, and um, it was good. It was a good surprise to see Chris Paddock pitch the way he did. Uh, We haven't even started talking about Ryan Weathers and the half-opener reliever role. That's what I'm going to call it, the half-opener reliever, because he did that with Denelson Lamette earlier in the week where Denelson Lamette went like two, three innings, and then Ryan Weathers takes over. But he was also awesome. He went three innings. He was even better than Paddock, I think, if that's possible. He threw 54 pitches, 32 for strikes, gave up only one hit, and struck out three. Uh, Ryan Weathers, his ERA on the season now is down to .81. So Ryan Weathers, after that game in Arizona where he went for an inning and they took him out, he's looking good, he's looking healthy, and that's exactly what Padres fans want to see. Another thing that Padres fans want to see is the uh, number of hits they had today. It was a season-high 16 hits for the Padres, and they scored 11 runs. The offense 
We were talking about it before the game, hoping that it woke up, and it woke up in a big way today for the Padres. And even with the uh, – we've been talking about runners in scoring position. I said on the pregame show, we're going to talk about it until they fix it, until they it's, until it's not a problem anymore. Well, today it was not a problem. They went 6 for 15 with runners in scoring position, and uh, it was just a complete domination of the Giants today for, for the Padres. So everything that you saw today has to look good. It has to feel good, and if you're a Padres fan, you're going to go to bed tonight. You're going to be very excited for what's coming in the next three days when they travel to Coors Field and they take on the Rockies for three games. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the post-game show on 97.3. The fan, we're waiting for Jace Tingler to sit down with the media and talk to them, so uh, we'll, we'll bring that to you as soon as we can. But uh, in the meantime, uh, we do have Kathy on the phone. Let's uh, let's talk with Kathy. Kathy, how are you feeling today? How how uh, how's the game for you? Well, the game obviously was great. San Francisco is the only park in California I haven't been to yet. I'm oh. hoping to make that. Yeah, I've been to I think ten different parks in my travels. Wow. I'm kind of keeping an eye on the Dodger Angel game right now too. So far, the Dodgers are losing. So yeah, so are we. So are we. One. It's two one in the top of the ninth <laughs> right now. Yes, I'm so happy Paddock did well. I mean, I've listened to so much crap from fans. In fact, some guy after his outing today is saying that this proves that he needs to be in the bullpen. It's just like, wait, what? I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, excuse me. Yeah, he did really well today, and he's actually done pretty well when you look at it this season. He ha- he hasn't done badly. It's just that he's got no support true. in the games that he's pitched. Yeah, and so today he I, came I out don't and, and... The issue. yeah, they got him. They got him runs early, and he was able to to hold the. He was able to steady the ship and. You got to think that that's going to be a huge uh, confidence booster for him going forward. I hope so because I like Paddock. I've always liked Paddock. I know people were saying, "Oh, he, you know, he's wearing the cowboy hat because he wants to be called the sheriff." Like, no, dude, he's from Texas. (laughs) Exactly. Why he wears the cowboy hat? Exactly. So I I don't get the issue. Yeah, I like Paddock. Thank you so much for calling, Kathy. Appreciate it. Hope to hear from you again here this week. All right, take it easy, Gravy. No problem. Thanks, Kathy. Kathy, one of our best callers, our biggest fans. Love hearing from Kathy. She's always very positive too. We're always there's always something that she takes from the game and she brings it to us in a positive light. So, uh, if you want to join in on the fun, you can eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three, or you can uh, find me on Twitter at Matt Scraby. If you want to shout out your mom, just tweet me and I'll shout out your mom. I don't know if that's weird. Thomas just started laughing, so I feel like that's kind of weird. But oh well. Uh, it's Mother's Day, and I want to shout out. I want to shout out your moms. My mom, Mrs. Scraby. Thank you so much for being the best mom ever and dealing with all of me through all of my childhood. So thank you, mom, for everything. All right, I'm stalling enough for Jace Tingler. He has not been with the media yet. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go through some of the game highlights. Hopefully, Jace Tingler will be talking with the media by the time we're done with that. So we'll step aside and take a break real quick. When we get back, game highlights. I'm Matt Scravey. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres beat the Giants 11-1. to We'll be right back with you here in just a second. Back with you here in the Odyssey Palace at 97.3 The Fan, Matt Scraby. I told you if you tweet me at Matt Scraby, I'm going to shout out your moms. And uh, I got a tweet from Matt Strauss. He said he wants to shout out to his mom, Paula Strauss. Happy Mother's Day to Paula. And Thomas, our guy in studio, he wants to shout out his mom, Cheryl Burnett. So shout out to those two moms. 
And all the moms out there, if you want to have your mom's name mentioned on Mother's Day, let me know at Matt Scraby. But first, uh, we're going to get to We have some callers on the line. Please hang on, Alex, Mike, and Tom. We're going to go through the highlights and then we're going to get to you. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. All right, so there was a lot to talk about in this game. A big offensive explosion by the Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. led off with a single, but Johnny Cueto had no issues. He got the next three batters out. Chris Paddock found himself in a little bit of trouble after Mike Yastrzemski doubled on a line drive to center. Then he walked Buster Posey, but he got out of it with Brandon Belt grounding into a double play to end the inning. And if you're a Padres fan, you love the top of the second inning. Will Myers singled, then Jake the Rake Cronenworth or I saw on the Padres' Twitter, Covenworth stepped to the plate. Trying to get the bats going one way or another. 1-1 pitch, hit really well out to deep right field. That bat is going, and that ball is into McCovey Cove. A monster two-run homer for Cronenworth. Nearly took out a lady in the kayak. And the Padres (laughs) take a 2-0 lead here in the second. Cronenworth's third of the year, and he is now hit in five straight games. Saying it during the lineups. He started to pick it up here offensively. Cueto tried to get in with a slider, it looks like. Jay Cronenworth was waiting on it. <laughs> that was really funny. It did almost take her, take the uh, woman out in the kayak, and I'm sorry if that sounded like an evil laugh. It was just funny. It took me by surprise. Third home run of the season for Jay Cronenworth, and he hit that 445 feet. So if you haven't seen it yet, you need to check out that highlight on the Padres' Twitter. Profar grounded out, but Victor Caratini doubled to center to keep the inning alive. Chris Paddock struck out, but that brought Fernando Tatis Jr. to the plate with one man on. One and one to Tatis. Here's the pitch from Cueto, and that one is launched deep to left center field. Duggar's going back, looking up, going to go. A two-run homer for Fernando Tatis Jr., the Padres' second two-run homer of the inning. I'll do the math for you. Four to nothing, San Diego in the second. This kid seemingly is very comfortable in this leadoff spot. Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting that one 454 feet. So according to AJ Casavell on Twitter, Cronenworth and Tatis, the first pair of Padres with 445-plus foot bombs in the same inning since StatCast began tracking, which I believe is like 2014 or so. In the bottom of the second, Chris Paddock gave up a single but had an easy inning with no runs scored in the top of the third inning. Padres got two straight singles from Machado and Hosmer. Then Will Myers swung at the first pitch he saw. First pitch to Myers is swung on, and that's kind of looped into shallow right center field. It'll get down for a base hit. Manny's on his way home. He'll score without a throw. Three straight singles to start the third inning for the Padres. They add on. It's 5 to nothing, San Diego. All right, this offense is moving along here today. If there's something to criticize this inning, I guess it's that the Padres only got one run with the bases loaded and no outs, but that looks okay when you are up 5 to nothing. Today, again, may have been the best start of the year for Chris Paddock. In the bottom of the third, the Sheriff ended his day in style with a strikeout. Chris Paddock went three innings through 53 pitches, gave up four hits, no runs while walking one and striking out four. This was as close to the 2019 Chris Paddock we could get. 
Uh, Johnny Cueto was also done for the day after three innings. He gave up five earned runs and two homers on 64 pitches. Former Padre Matt Whistler retired the Padres 1-2-3 in the top of the fourth, but Ryan Weathers came in and did his thing in the bottom half of the fourth, sitting down Longoria, Brandon Crawford, and Wilmer Flores. Matt Whistler was sent once again back out to the mound by the Giants, and he got three straight outs by retiring Hosmer, Myers, and Jake Cronenworth. It was now who could pitch better because Ryan Weathers himself came out and retired three straight Giants, so between the two pitchers in the fifth, they went six up, six down. Giants sent out Harleen Garcia, and he too was able to retire the Padres three up, three down. So we're moving along pretty well. Weathers had the toughest inning in the bottom of the six, but was able to strike out Belt and Crawford to end the inning with two Giants on base. Moving to the top of the seventh, the Padres had the bases loaded with two outs, but the Giants were able to get Jake Cronenworth to ground out to short to end the threat. So there were a few opportunities to get runners in today, but they uh, you know, weren't able to do that. It's okay, 6 or 15 with runners in scoring position. Emilio Pagan had some trouble with uh, a double given up to Dubon and Austin Slater, Austin Slater singling, but no one scored with runners on first and third. Pagan got Mike Tockman to pop out to third, and then Mike Yastrzemski was struck out by Emilio Pagan. So uh, he got out of that inning clean. The Padres weren't done scoring yet. Caratini singled to center. Pinch hitter Tommy Pham singled. Two guys on and one out. And Fernando Tatis Jr. reached on a fielder's choice. When Giants pitcher Jose Alvarez threw it in the center field, which scored Caratini, and uh, Alvarez received an air. Trent Grisham then hit one hard to into left center. Talkman tried to dive to make the catch, went off his glove, and because of that, Tommy Pham scored, and Fernando Tatis Jr. scored. That made the score 8-0 Padres in the top of the eighth. Manny Machado popped out uh, to first, and Eric Hosmer does what he does best, and that's hit with runners in scoring position. He drove in Trent Grisham, and that made the score 9 to nothing. Drew Pomerantz came out and pitched for the Padres in the bottom of the eighth, and he did give up a sack fly to Brandon Crawford, so the shutout was gone. The score was now 9-1. to And then, basically, the Giants threw in the towel on the top of the ninth and put in position player Darren Ruff at pitcher. He gave up two runs, and the score was 11-1. to And that would be the final. Austin Adams came in the game to close it down, and here is how it sounded. No balls and two strikes. Adams ready, puts the arms up over the head and delivers, and a swing and a miss at a slider. That is a strikeout, and that is the ball game. Padres take the flea in San Francisco, a Mother's Day win, 11-1. to Big day at the plate for Jake Cronenworth and friends as the Padres, for the first time this year, pound out seven extra base hits. Seven extra base hits, that's a lot. Padres with runners in scoring position today, six for 15. The uh, Padres win 11-1. to They had 16 hits, no errors. The Giants had one run on eight hits and one error. And... Uh, Ryan Weathers will end up with the win for the Padres, and Johnny Cueto ends up with the loss for the Giants. It's unfortunate that Chris Paddock doesn't get that win because he he was on the field when it happened. It, it just is a weird rule, weird rule. All right, so let me see what's going on here. That's it for the highlights. We're still waiting for Jace Tigger. Let's take a couple phone calls. Let's go to Alex. Alex in National City. What's on your mind, Alex? Yeah, guys, well, uh, you know, it's, it feels so good to see them pound out uh, 11 runs, you know, and what was it, 17 hits or so? And uh, I, I, just, I just love that, guys. You know, it's, that's Padre baseball that, that we uh, as San Diegans want to see and we're expecting to see, and it finally happened. You know, it's a bittersweet moment because, you know, to, get, uh, to lose the series to the Giants so. You know, you don't want to lose a series to anybody, but when it comes to Giants or Dodgers, you know, that, that, that seems a little bit harder, but to come back, 
and, and just pound the Giants in this last game feels really good, you know, guys. So I say it's a bittersweet moment. Uh, but, you know, that's the Padres we're expecting to see. Uh, those 11 runs, I, I hope they can do that more times than not uh, from this point forward and just take control of the division uh, as they should. All right, Alex, I love the call. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Um, 11 runs, uh, I've, saw, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying hopefully this is what sparks them into scoring a lot and hitting with runners in scoring position. So love the passion. I love everything about that phone call, Alex. Don't don't think of it as bittersweet, though. It's still a long season. The Giants and Padres don't play again until September. So uh, the, the at least the Padres have the last laugh until they play again in September. I know that Jace Tingler is just wrapping up, so we're going to take we're going to squeeze in one more phone call before Jace Tingler. Tom in San Diego, what's going on, Tom? I know you want to talk about Jake Cronenworth. Yes, sir. Uh, I do want to comment. I agree with you about. I'm happy Paddock had a good day, and I'm happy weather seems to be throwing well. But Cronenworth is just. I've said it before. I, I've called the coach a couple times, but. It's, he's our best player. I mean, I, it's not that I, I don't dislike Tatis or Machado. I love all those guys. Myers, but Cronenworth is just, <laughs> he's unbelievable. So uh, I think we have to appreciate uh, what we have. And uh, I think it's funny how everybody said he was a throw-in with Tommy Pham. Well, maybe A.J. Preller had something up his sleeve. I really don't know. You're um, absolutely right, Tom. I mean, I remember going to spring training with Tony and Chris uh, for Gwen and Chris a couple of years ago when we were allowed at spring training, and we met with Jake Cronenworth, and he, he just had this 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 air of confidence around him, and we kind of felt something back then, but he went two for four today. He hit that long home run. He had two RBIs. He's back to, to getting on base. He's 279 for the year. I can't necessarily say that he's the best player on the team, but he's a very, very important player yeah, on I mean, the Padres. I can concede that. I can concede that. But I mean, he was hitting three fifty till he hit a slump, absolutely, you know? or somewhere, somewhere around there, absolutely. Um, and I think he'll get back on his stride. And and Tatis, you know, he's great too. Machado's great too. I'm not saying anything against those guys. You know, I like Myers too, and Hosmer, all the guys, Grisham. But, but you specifically uh, love what you see from Jake Cronenworth. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. I can I can get behind he, that. Thanks so much oh. for the phone call, Tom. Appreciate that. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. Yeah, Jake Cronenworth, he has been amazing for the Padres so far this season. Very good point, Tom, uh, about Jake Cronenworth. Okay. With that being said, we're going to check in with uh, the post-game press conference from Jace Tingler, and then we're going to go out and talk with Coach John Cantera. So let's go and hear what the skipper had to say. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Hey, Jace, congratulations on the victory. Chris Paddock looked as sharp as we've seen him today. How impressed were you with what he was able to do? Yeah, I thought it was. I, th- I thought he was outstanding today. I think he's uh, starting to put some 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 good consistent starts together. I think to your point, I think uh, the way he was kind of ripping the 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 top line with the heater at the top of the zone. I thought he had good carry and um, uh, yeah, I thought. I thought the fastball command, I thought the changeup, I thought, you know, he was in control most of the day. He got swing and miss. He got soft contact. And uh, overall, I thought it was a, a really good day. It almost looked like he threw it into a, an extra gear there for the last couple of batters as well, rearing back 96-97. We haven't seen that much out of him before. How good was it to see that? Really good, especially, you know, you never really know after um, a little bit of a layoff. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of trusted him. And, uh, you know, we were planning on, you know, anywhere 50, 60 pitches, 45, somewhere in there. And um, I thought it was great to see how sharp he was. And again, it's it's good momentum and it's a good one to build on and, and keep going. He gave us exactly what we needed today. Is there anything you can share with us regarding what he had been doing in terms of working out and, and you know, getting himself ready to be as sharp as he was today? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, I know he was, you know just kind of at home and, and uh, you know, it's uh, probably a better question for him. Uh, Ryan Weathers also looked really sharp today. Your thoughts on his outing? Yeah, agreed. I, I think going into the game, if we could get, you know, five or six innings out of both those guys and uh, both of them were, were really efficient and uh, they did a great job navigating the lineup, they did a great job of attacking and, um, you know, I thought, uh, I thought Weathers, I thought he got stronger as it went. And, uh, I really like, um, you know, what those two did today, uh, really like being able to continue to just build and lengthen those guys out. And they're going to be doing different roles and different things like that. And, uh, for them to give us a chance to, to get the win today, um, it was huge. Obviously the win today, very important for you guys on the way out, but also how important was it for your offense to have a, a day like this sort of a blowout day to maybe spark things for you? Yeah, it was nice to uh, to be able to to get quite a few barrels to the um, baseball and to be able to have some extra base hits and be able to have base runners, be able to drive the ball a little bit, just kind of all around. Uh, it was nice to see, and, and hopefully uh, be nice to see. Now, now we do it again tomorrow and, and, and build on that, and that's how, that's how you start to heat up, and that's how you start to get uh, on a roll. So, um, yeah, it was a great day-to-day, and uh, see if we can carry some of those things into, into tomorrow. Anything you can update us on with regards to the starting rotation moving forward over the next few days? Um, I think, you know, right now what, what we're going to look at uh, is Lamette for tomorrow. Um, and we'll we'll kind of go from there. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jace. Got it. Kevin AC. You talk about getting on a roll. I wonder, you guys had everyone expressed confidence that this kind of day is what you were capable of, but to actually do it, Jace, like how important do you think that was for the hitters? Well, we know we're capable of it. Uh, there, there, there's no doubt about it. I think, um, you know, like, like I said a little bit to, uh, you know, Bob, I think uh, it, it was a great day. We did a good job of getting barreled the ball and uh, we did a little bit of damage and uh, a little bit of everything. Took some knocks the other way, drove the ball out of the ballpark, had some doubles. 
Um, but, uh, you know, the extra bases stood out. Uh, now it's, you know, if we can start doing that tomorrow, do it the next day. And, and all of a sudden now these guys start to, you know, warm up, heat up. And you know, just what we've talked about, um, uh, hitting's contagious and one or two guys go and then you got three or four guys go and, and you got the line moving. So uh, I thought today was a good uh, start to, to potentially uh, get on a little bit of a roll. Same sort of thing for your pitching. I mean, you you need more innings from your starters to have Chris come back, and if he can be uh, what you expect, like how big is that, or would that be? Um, it it would be huge. Um, so yeah, you know, just like you know, with all the guys, but you know, you kind of look at Paddock and and Weathers today, what they were able to do, and obviously their age, their youth, and um, they're they're going to continue to get better, and so. Um, you know, if we can get those guys continue, uh, to build up, to, to, to stay in rhythm and continue to grow. I mean, they, they're going to help us out, uh, big time. And, and so I love the fact that they, you know, continue to lengthen out and and, and get going. Uh, they're going to throw some meaningful innings for us. That was manager Jace Tingler after the Padres 11 to one win over the giants of an Oracle Park. All good things for the Padres today. Nothing really to uh, be picky about. Maybe a couple of loaded bases situation when they're up to bat and they're not able to drive anyone in. But with runners in scoring position today, six for 15. You can't complain about that. You can't complain about a 10 run win. Let's, I believe, Coach Cantera is ready to go. Hey, Coach, how's your Mother's Day going? How did you enjoy the game? I enjoyed the game very well, uh, especially as the Padres continued to add on after getting that early 4 nothing lead. Uh, uh, pitching was very, very good today, and uh, overall, uh, I think it's going to be a very happy flight to Colorado after two very subpar performances on Friday and Saturday, but uh, this is a nice win. Uh, the boys needed this badly today. They absolutely did, and we've been talking about it for a couple days now leading up to this weekend was that the offense needed to come alive, and it did, and now they're heading to Colorado. I mean, I know that uh, there might there might be some weather issues tomorrow night, but scoring 11 runs and getting the bats going and then going to Colorado could could result in some big innings. <laughs> Uh, there's no question about that, and uh, again, the, the Rockies having all kinds of problems. They had a rough weekend there in St. Louis, so they're going to be uh, getting home uh, in, a, in a pretty foul mood, and uh, we are going to probably see some foul weather. The reports I'm getting right now, Matt, uh, it could rain tomorrow, it could snow, and it could uh, have uh, more problems again on Tuesday, so... You know, if you get rained out or snowed out one day, who knows? Uh, maybe we're going to end up having a doubleheader at some point in time uh, before the boys head back uh, for an off day on Thursday. But hey, nonetheless, good win today. Uh, Johnny Cueto, obviously, you know, coming off the IL today, he wasn't right, and Tatis and Cronenworth got him early. But our guy coming off the IL today, I thought threw the ball as well as I've seen him throw all year mm-hmm. in Chris Paddock. I really liked the way he attacked the hitters today. He was able to throw that four-seamer up in the zone. Uh, we didn't know how long he was going to go. He went three innings. I thought he was great. I thought Weathers was great. And uh, for the most part, uh, Padre Bullpen was great. I know uh, uh, Pomerantz got nicked for that one run in the eighth inning. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the boys uh, uh, pitched very well today, and it was nice to see some offense. We've been waiting here for really since that Arizona game where they put 12 on the board. We've been waiting for these guys to break out. Yeah, definitely waiting for them to break out. And uh, yesterday was tough on the offense. On Friday was tough on the offense. I know that there was two home runs, but 
You know, they, uh, they're they not very consistent, but today was was good to see, especially on Mother's Day. And I just wanted to ask you about the Chris Paddock three innings and then the Ryan Weathers three innings. I know that it was probably a planned thing just because Chris Paddock hadn't pitched in, in about 10 days or so. But do you think uh, he could have gone a little bit longer? Would you have liked to see him go a little bit longer? Uh, well, I, I always want to see guys go a little bit longer, but when you take a look at his pitch count, and again, I really don't know how much he's thrown, if he'd thrown really at all. I mean, he threw 53 pitches in three innings. You're normally, uh, in, in grand fashion, you would love a pitcher to go out there and throw between 12 and 15 pitches per inning. Well, that doesn't happen very often any longer. So 53 through three isn't all that bad the way they look at it these days. Um, I'm kind of anxious to hear what Chris has to say about what he actually did during this time off. I mean, was he thrown into a net? Did he have some uh, catcher catching him? Because Jace Tingler, as far as I know, Jace Tingler said two days ago that Paddock had not thrown a bullpen. So I'm kind of anxious to see what uh, Chris uh, has to say when he talks with the media after the ball game. now. Yeah, he just uh, he, he sat down, and I was hearing something in the background as you were talking there. and it, 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 I, I'm not going to speculate anything, but he said that he was playing a lot of video games. And so and, – and Seems like he was quarantining, but I'm not. I'm going to wait until we hear from him because he he did speak with the media after the game. Um, the other the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is, uh, you know, when Austin Adams comes out because Austin Adams he looks huh. as good as anyone sometimes, and then other times he it's either feast or famine with him. He's either great and he strikes out everyone, or he can't get anyone out. How do they how do they start to kind of fix that? What would you do, Coach? Well, I think, uh, you know, he relies so much on that slider. And one of those hitters, he struck out two of the three batters he faced there to close out the ball game today. But, you know, I think he's got a pretty good fastball. I mean, he's throwing 95 miles an hour. And I think sometimes he falls in love with that slider, and it's a good slider. Uh, but sometimes he drags his arm and, you know, leave that ball inside. Uh, we've seen him hit a couple of batters so far this year. Uh, I just think, you know, he just needs to be run out there. I think he's a guy that likes to work a lot. I think when he has um, a tendency to not uh, pitch for three or four days, he comes in and I think it's a little bit too strong and tries to throw that slider a little bit too hard. But, you know, this guy really, Matt, when you take a look at his career, where he's at age-wise, he has not pitched a lot in the big leagues. I mean, he's really getting a great opportunity here with the San Diego Padres. I, I think we're going to see a little bit more consistency uh, going forward. Overall, I think he's done a really nice job, but I, I know what you're saying. There have been a couple of times where, boy, you wonder if Jace is going to go get him right away. Yeah, I know. I, I If I feel like that, they the guys actually in the game <laughs> have to feel like that as well, I would think. I mean, they're looking over their shoulder for them to be pulled, but... Uh, Overall, we can't complain about much today. It's Mother's Day. It's a great Sunday. The Padres win 11-1. to Did you have anything uh, that's uh, that's on your mind that you wanted to get out there? Uh, no, I'm just uh, very happy uh, early in the ball game. I know on radio, and I'm sure uh, uh, Tony and, and Jesse talked about it, Victor Caratini took a, a ball, uh, mm -hmm. a shot off the uh, ground that hit him in the throat and haven't caught for a long time. I, I really felt for him. I mean, you, a lot of times you, you take one uh, below the belt and that can rattle you a little bit. But, man, when you get hit in that windpipe with a baseball on a hop, uh, it doesn't feel good. I was glad he was able to stay in the ball game and he ended up having a really, really nice game today. He's done a great job all year long behind the plate, but he also had a couple of hits today. So that was nice to see. Yeah, um, I can't imagine being hit in the throat by a baseball and then continuing to play. 
play, but that just shows you how much tougher catchers are than I am. That's for sure. Yeah, he, he's done a good job. And I know Nola came in and finished up out there at second base. Nice to have both those guys uh, behind the plate for the Padres. Uh, Padres are in good hands behind the plate with those two guys. They really are. Thank you so much, Coach, for uh, joining us here on the postgame show. I hope you go and enjoy the rest of Mother's Day. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know that you'll be back on tomorrow from uh, noon to 3 talking about the Padres. Yeah, I look forward to it. And, again, uh, for all you moms out there, hope you're having a great day. We love you all. All right, that was Coach John Quintero giving his uh, post-game breakdown here on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scraby. Again, if you want to shout out your mom, you can. It's uh, Just hit me up on Twitter, at Matt Scraby. I got a few here that I wanted to say before we went to break. Uh, uh, from at GreatLady69 underscore 2. I'd like to wish a very happy Mother's Day to the strongest woman I know, Ruth Guerrero. So happy Mother's Day to Ruth Guerrero. I've also got a tweet from Wally SD Faithful on Twitter. He is saying, Matt Scraby, shout out to the Tier 1 moms, my mom Cindy, and the legendary moms Shelly Higgins and Hannah Nancaro. If you don't know, the morning show, Ben and Woods, Shelly is Ben's wife, and Hannah is Woods' wife. And he also says Hannah's mom as well, which fun fact... Way back in the day, when I was in high school, uh, Hannah and Carol's mom sold my parents' house. So th- there's a connection there. But happy Mother's Day to Shelly and to Hannah. Also, he last thing he wanted to say, he shout out to the great Dr. Gwyn, an amazing lady and a leader. So lots of good shout outs there from Wally SD Faithful. If you want to get a shout out at Matt Scraby. But until then, we are going to hit, uh, we're going to go to break. When we get back, we're going to tell you about the play of the game. We're also going to hear from Chris Paddock. Thomas just gave me a, head, a thumbs up if that's who we're going to hear from. And he gave me the thumbs up. Thank you, Thomas. He, we're going to hear from Chris Paddock. We're going to hear what he did over the time that he was on the IL. I know that the media asked him. I am as curious as all of you are to find out what he did. So when we get back, we're going to go through that and get the play of the game. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show. Padres beat the Giants 11-1 to at Oracle Park. They head to Colorado, but we'll get to all that in Colorado a little bit later. When we get back, play the game. Clubhouse sound from Chris Paddock on 97.3 The Fan. Scraby back with you here at the Odyssey Palace on 97.3 The Fan, the Padres postgame show. And the Padres win big over the Giants on this Sunday, this Mother's Day, 11-1. to I told you we're going to hear from Chris Paddock in just one second, and we will. And we're also going to hear from uh, the play of the game and what we chose for that in just one second as well. But I wanted to update you on who is going to start tomorrow for the Padres. And it looks like Jace Tingler has announced that Denelson Lamette should be starting for the Padres tomorrow at Coors Field. Again, there is some weather in the area. We, we are not sure if the game is is going to go on as scheduled, but as of right now, two pitch tomorrow in Coors Field, at Coors Field, would be Denelson Lamette. That would be a hard place to pitch. I mean, just going back there after not pitching that much this year, going into the mile-high 5,280-foot air, never a good thing, never a good thing. All right, I'm going to move on because I'm getting weird. Let's go to the play of the game. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Trying to get the bats going one way or another. 1-1 pitch, hit really well out to deep right field. That bat is going, and that ball is into McCovey Cove. A monster two-run homer for Cronenworth. Nearly took out a lady in the kayak. 
and the Padres take a 2-0 lead here in the second. Cronenworth's third of the year, and he is now hit in five straight games. We're saying it during the lineups. He started to pick it up here offensively. Cueto tried to get in with a slider, it looks like. Jake Cronenworth was waiting on it. That was our play of the game, and that got the scoring started for the Padres today with Jake Cronenworth hitting a 445-foot bomb into McCovey Cove, almost taking out that lady, as Jesse said, on the highlight, which is uh, you know unfortunate but kind of funny at the same time. If you're going to be out there in McCovey Cove, I mean, it, it's, it could happen. It could happen. I'm not advocating for anyone to get hit by a home run in McCovey Cove, but if you're going to be out there, it could happen. It really could happen. Uh, again, Denelson Lamette starting. I already said that. I wanted to talk about Jake Cronenworth. He went two for four. He uh, on, on the day he had two RBIs. He walked once. He did pretty much everything today. So Jake Cronenworth, and you heard our caller earlier, Tom in San Diego, saying that Jake Cronenworth is uh, his most important guy on the team, and I completely 100% agree with that. I mean, Jake Cronenworth has been huge for the Padres this year, and uh, he had a small. Uh, I guess a, a little bit of a slump there for a little bit, but he's back and he's uh, he's starting to raise that average again. He's starting to get on base again, so hopefully he can find that level. As Chris always says, water comes to find its level, and hopefully he finds that level soon. But uh, that was a great day for Jake Cronenworth, his third home run on the season. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973, or if you want me to shout out uh, your mom on Mother's Day, you can, at Matt Scraby. I've been doing that as well. Uh, so while we're getting some of those shout-outs in here and while I'm looking at what else we're going to do in the post-game show, we're going to go and we're going to talk with uh, Chris Paddock, our, our friend friend of the show, Gwen and Chris, and friend of the station, Annie Halbrun. She asked Chris Paddock about his IL stint and tried to get some more information for us. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Hey, Chris, um, totally understand if you can't, but are you able to share why you were on the IL? Uh, it's more personal. Okay. Um, don't really want to answer that, but thank you for asking. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you're off of it. Hey, I, I think it would be, it sounds easy. Like you're, you're, you're there, you're working out, you're doing stuff inside your apartment, but is it, I don't know, is it difficult to, to spend that long on IL and then just come out and start a game? Absolutely. Um, you know, like I said, I was, uh, Going back to kind of what Bob was saying was um, I wasn't surprised how I performed today, um, but I was kind of winded there um, towards the third inning, knowing that, you know, I was going to probably be on a 50 or 60 pitch count um, coming into today's game. Um, you know, it, it's something you can't really um, you can't really mirror that image um, of being on the mound and and have that adrenaline facing big league hitters um, in a big league atmosphere. So, you know, I was very fortunate, like I said, to have a bike in my apartment. Um, and no joke, doing sit-ups, air squats, push-ups in between, uh, in between innings, watching the guys when they were, you know, at home and on the road. Um, I was very bored. I'll say that you can only play so many video games. <laughs> oh, that ended much quicker than I thought. Chris Paddock talking about what he did on the IL. Apparently, it's going to go down as a mystery forever. Maybe we'll find out one day. I don't really care that much, to be honest. But as long as he stayed out of trouble, pitched well, that's all that really matters. So Chris Paddock right there. If you want any more information about Chris Paddock, you want to see what else he said in the press conference, go to at 973 thefantasd on Twitter. We always put up 
the post-game press conferences from whatever player we're able to talk with, as well as the manager, Jace Tingler. So uh, that's where you can find the rest of that. The Padres, however, they move to 19-16 and 16 on the year. They win 11-1 to 1 over the Giants at Oracle Park. The Giants now are 20-14 and 14 on the year. And I haven't mentioned this yet, but the Dodgers did lose to the Angels 2-1. to 1. So that is really good for the Padres. With, yes, thank you, Thomas. That was well-deserved. The applause for for the Angels just up the road. Trevor Bauer started today, pitched another great game, but the Dodgers just couldn't pick him up today. So that's always good news when the Dodgers lose and the Padres win. The uh, Padres had a season-high 16 hits today. They had no errors. The Giants had one run on eight hits and one error, and that one run came very late in the game in the bottom of the eighth on a sack fly, so it didn't really matter much at all. Uh, Ryan Weathers gets the win for the Padres. He's 2-1 and one on the year, and Johnny Cueto coming off that IL, he uh, gets the loss for the Giants, and he also moves to 2-1 and one on the season. Okay, I think it's time for a break. If you would like to join us and talk about the Padres, you can, 833-288-0973. And if not, you can tweet me, at Matt Scraby or at 97.3TheFanSD. But when we get back, we are going to choose our player of the game. And Thomas and I have already been fighting about this for the last couple of minutes because I have a guy in mind, he has a guy in mind, and when we get back, we'll tell you which guy ultimately wins the player of the game honors. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, man. Matt Scraby back with you here on 97.3 The Fan Padres postgame show after a Padres win 11-1 to over the Giants. We just had a caller, Paul, I believe, who agreed with me for who should be the player of the game. So, Thomas, please, without further ado, let everyone know who gets the honor. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. One and two to Brandon Belt. Here's the pitch from Paddock. Swing and a miss. Fastball down the middle at 97. Could not touch it. Back-to-back K's to end the inning for Paddock, who strands runners at the corners. We have played three. And... Our player of the game is Chris Paddock, and the reason I chose Chris Paddock and Paul chose Chris Paddock is because he was awesome today. Even though it was three innings, it was great to see the 2019 Sheriff in full effect, and I I just can't feel good enough for that guy. I mean, he's been struggling. The fans have thrown him kind of under the bus a little bit, calling him the mall cop, but today he was back as the Sheriff. He went three innings, he gave up four hits, no earned runs, one walk, and he struck out four. And his fastball was working for him today. I uh, Let me go back to that stat I had earlier about his fastball because that's his most dangerous pitch. Um, his fastest one today was 97.3 miles an hour, which is our frequency, so that's kind of cool. He also threw 34 fastballs and got seven swings and misses. So it was very fun to see Chris Paddock steady the ship today for the Padres. Again, Denelson Lamette is going to be starting for the Padres tomorrow night. So uh, the good pitching keeps on coming. And that's it for the player of the game. Thomas wanted Fernando Tatis Jr., which obviously is a great choice always. He went two for five today. He had a two RBI game. He also had that long homer as well. But the reason I, I said no on Tatis and yes on Paddock is because Tatis struck out twice. I mean, if we're if we're 
comparing people, you got to take every little negative and, and, and add them up. And so Chris Paddock came out front. Cronenworth, obviously, too. He he was great. He was uh, two for four with a home run. He got the scoring started. He had uh, two RBIs. This is 11th RBIs on the year. Trent Grisham also drove in his 11th RBI on the year. So I did not go with Cronenworth. We're going to go with Chris Paddock. But there are some scores around Major League Baseball that have some impact on the Padres. So let's get caught up on everything. Time to check the scores around the big leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard on the Padres Radio Network. Let's go to, uh, do they call it Beantown anymore? I've never understood why they call it Beantown, and I know it has to do with Boston Beans, so I've had those before. Anyway, let's go to Beantown, the Red Sox. Actually, this is in Baltimore. I did this whole thing about Beantown, and then it's in Baltimore, which is very, very stupid of me. But the Baltimore Orioles took on the Red Sox earlier today, and the Red Sox had a little bit of help from an old friend. The 2-1 is hammered into deep center field. Mullins is back. Way gone. A massive home run for Hunter Renfro. Insurance for the Sox. And it's 4-2 in Baltimore. How is that insurance? I mean, that's very close. But they win. They end up going and winning 4-3, the Red Sox did. Nick Pavetta gets the win for the Sox. And Matt Barnes picks up his eighth save on the season for the Red Sox. They're now after starting really poorly. They are now 22 and 13 on the air, so nothing to worry about there in Bo- in Boston. Uh, the next game was an exciting one. The Na- Nationals were in New York taking on the Yankees. The Yankees have also had a slow start, but they have been on fire as of late. And the guy who I am uh, kind of mean to on the Gwen and Chris show, he ended up walking it off for the Yankees. Swung on base hit, line to left field. Wade scores. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. I wanted a Gary Scary. He didn't give me one, even though Gary wasn't part of it. John Carlos Stanton walks it off for the Yankees. They win three to two. That's two walk offs in two days for the Yankees. Former Padre Brad Hand takes the L, and Araldus Chapman for the Yankees gets his second win of the year. National League West score the Arizona Diamondbacks in New York to take on the Mets. Jacob DeGrom gets his third win on the year. He went five innings and he struck out six, but he left the game early with a little bit of a lat discomfort. So um, he ended up pitching, but he was taken out early. No, Nothing big to report from that, but the Mets did beat the Diamondbacks 4-2, to two, and uh, DeGrom got the win. As I said, Edwin Diaz collects his fifth save of the year. And the Diamondbacks now 15-19 and 19 on the season. The Pirates were at Wrigley to take on the Chicago Cubs. And the Pirates took down the Chicago Cubs 6-5. to five. The Cubs did their best and uh, tried to come back. They scored three in the bottom of the ninth, but it wasn't enough. Richard Rodriguez gets the save for the Pirates. And Tyler Anderson gets the win for the Pirates. 3-3 three and three on the year for Tyler Anderson. 3.05 ERA. Uh, Lance Hendricks. It moves to 2-4 and four on the year. 6.23 ERA for the Cubs. Not good over there, but Cubs now 500 on the year. Pirates 14-19. and 19. National League West score, the Rockies, the next opponent for the Padres. They had a tough weekend in St. Louis, and St. Louis, they took them down 2 to nothing today, thanks in part to this. The kick and the pitch. A long drive to left field for Arenado, and he has just hit a home run into the Rockies' bullpen. 
Nolan Arenado. Doing it against his former team. I was trying to come up with something clever, and it didn't come to me quick enough. So I will move on from that thought. The Cardinals, again, 2 to nothing. The Rockies moved to 12-22 and 22 on the year. The Cardinals moved to 21-14 and 14 on the year. Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. I mean, he's... One of the older, I think he might even be the mo- the oldest active player in Major League Baseball. Don't quote me on that. If he's not the oldest player, he's like one of the top three oldest players. But he went eight and a third today, striking out five in the shutout. He moves to two and three on the year. So good job for Adam Wainwright. Turning back the clock. The Toronto Blue Jays of Florida were in Houston to take on the Astros. The Astros took down the Blue Jays seven to four. Nothing really going on in that game, so we're going to skip it. The Brewers uh, took down the Marlins in Miami in 10 innings. They won 2-1. to one. Josh Hader, who we talked about in the pregame show, he moves to 3-0 on the year. He has a .71 ERA, so he got the win, um, and uh, he is just doing things that many people want to see him do in a Padres uniform at some point if they can ever work that out. But until then, he's with the Brewers, and he moves to 3-0. The White Sox. Took down the Royals, another team that we're talking about early in the year. They were, uh, the, the Royals were first place for a little bit in the American League Central, but they have struggled as of late, and the White Sox have really taken off. They are now 19-13 on the year because they won 9-3 to over the Royals in Kansas City. Lucas Giolito, 2-3 on the year, 4.454 ERA. Minor takes the loss for the Royals, 2 and two on the year, 5.75 ERA. And then earlier today, the Rangers demolished the Ra- uh, the uh, Mariners in Texas, 10-2. to two. Dane Dunning strikes out 10 for the Rangers. He moves to 2-2 two and two on the season. That is a lot of what's going on around Major League Baseball. There were a couple postponements as well that we can get to. The Reds uh, in the Indians, inclement weather. The makeup is on August 9th. Um... The Twins and the Tigers, same thing. Makeup on July 16th. I did say it earlier, but I didn't give you the actual specifics. But the Angels beat the Dodgers 2-1 to today. Just went final about 10 minutes ago. Trevor Bauer takes the loss after pitching a, a pretty nice game. Aaron Seegers gets the win for the uh, the Angels. And uh, Iglesias gets the save. Rizal Iglesias for the Angels. His fifth save on the year. So the Dodgers are now 18-17. and the Angels, 15 and 18. And the Rays, I forgot this. Rays took down the A's in Oakland, 4 to 3. And, uh, you know, the A's, they had that 13 game winning streak. And then it all came to an end. And they've kind of struggled a little bit ever since. And on Sunday night baseball, top of the fourth inning, the Braves are leading the Phillies 5 to 1. That's it for all of the scores around baseball. All right. Uh, we know we had a couple home runs today, so we have to check in on our tally, and we have to figure out how many they've hit on the year. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres radio network. Trying to get the bats going one way or another. 1-1 one, one pitch. Hit really well out to deep right field. That bat is going, and that ball is into McCovey Cove. A monster two-run homer for Cronenworth. Nearly took out a lady in the kayak. And the Padres take a 2-0 lead here in the second. Cronenworth's third of the year, and he is now hit in five straight games. I'm saying it during the lineups. He started to pick it up here offensively. Cueto tried to get in with a slider, it looks like. Jay Cronenworth was waiting on it. 
One and one to Tatis. Here's the pitch from Cueto. Ooh. And that one is launched deep to left center field. Duggar's going back. Looking up. Gonna go. A two-run homer for Fernando Tatis Jr. The Padres' second two-run homer of the inning. I'll do the math for you. Four to nothing, San Diego in the second. This kid seemingly is very comfortable in this leadoff spot. Two more home runs for the Padres, which brings them to 34 home runs on the season. Uh, Again, both of those monster shots, Cronenworth into McCovey Cove down the right field line and Tatis. He hit his 454 feet, uh, uh, according to AJ Casavell on Twitter. Cronenworth and Tatis, the first pair of Padres with 445-plus-foot bombs in the same inning since StatCast began tracking. One of the things about I love about this team is they keep doing things for the first time, which is awesome because then it, may, it means that the team is getting better, and it means that the baseball is getting better as well. We have one more segment to go in the post-game show. If you want to join us and get your final thoughts in, 833-288-0973. But until then, we are going to take a quick break here on the Padres post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scraby. The Padres win 11-1 over the Giants. Ryan Weathers gets the win for the Padres. And Johnny Cueto takes the loss for the Giants. When we get back, last chance for phone calls, and we will... Talk a little bit about what's happening tomorrow. That's all next on 97.3 The Fan. Back here at the Odyssey Palace, I am Matt Scraby, and this is 97.3 The Fan. The Padres beat the Giants 11-1 to today at Oracle Park. It was a very balmy 74 degrees at Oracle Park today. You don't usually get days like that in San Francisco in May. I mean, I went to college there, and it's usually freezing in May in San Francisco. I think the coldest ever I ever felt was like a June in San Francisco. Anyway, they uh, were able to get the win today. Chris Paddock, he returned from the IL. He went three innings. He gave up four hits. He walked one batter, and he struck out four. So he was looking great today. He threw 53 pitches, 30 for strikes. And um, before I go any further, we're going to need to do this because the next person I'm going to talk about needs to win this honor. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And our relief pitcher of the game for today is Ryan Weathers. He picked up the win today. I still think that's a little unfair. Chris Paddock was in the game when they took over that big lead, but he left after three innings, so Ryan Weathers gets the win. He moves to 2-1 and one on the year. He also pitched three innings. He only gave up one hit. He walked one batter, and he struck out three. His ERA on the season now is .81. So very, very good showing from Ryan Weathers, and he looks like he has no problems from when he was removed from the game a couple weeks ago in Arizona. That seemed to be all precautionary, and it doesn't seem like he has anything going on with his arm, which is a good thing because Ryan Weathers is a very good pitcher. He gives him, he gives Jay Stingler many different ways that he could use him. He could be a starter. He could be a reliever. Who knows? He could probably even close if they really wanted him to because Ryan Weathers has that good of stuff. But he is going to be our relief pitcher of the game for today through 54 pitches, 32 for strikes, and picked up the win. So good job for Ryan Weathers. That's going to be it 
for today's game. Again, the Padres beat the Giants 11-1. to The Padres had a season-high 16 hits in today's game. They scored four runs twice, once in the top of the second, once in the top of the eighth, and they added on a couple in the top of the ninth when Darren Ruff, a position player, was pitching for the Giants. They, uh, The Giants, on the other hand, only scored one run. They had eight hits, and they had one error. The Padres, uh, with runners in scoring position today, were 6 for 15. They left 9 on base. The Giants were 1 for 8 with runners in scoring position today. They left uh, 9 on base as well, so that was the big difference. The only error in the game was due to Jose Alvarez throwing the pitcher for the Giants, throwing the ball into center field as he was trying to field it. Um, and I believe Grisham was going to second, or Cronenworth was going to second, one of the two. Cronenworth had a home run in the second inning. That's his third of the year. Tatis Jr. hit his ninth of the year, and it was also in the second inning. I went out to get lunch during the second inning, and I texted Thomas that I shouldn't come back because all they were doing was hitting two-run home runs, which hasn't happened in a while. So I I waited for the inning to be over before I returned to the studio, and I didn't jinx anything, so that's awesome. Trent Grisham gets his first triple of the year. Caratini hits his third double of the year. Hosmer hits third double of the year. Cronenworth hits his seventh double of the year. And Mateo hits his third double of the season. On the other side for the Giants, Johnny Cueto, he takes the loss 2-1 and one on the year. He went three innings. He gave up five runs. He gave up eight hits, two home runs. He only struck out two. Uh, and the rest of the game, it was just relievers for the Giants. And uh, Gabe Kapler, the manager of the San Francisco Giants, kind of threw in the towel a little bit early and went with uh, Ruff, D- uh, Dylan Ruff, for the uh, to close out the game. He went an inning. Darren, I'm sorry, Darren. I knew that was wrong when I said Dylan. Darren Ruff went an inning. Uh, usually he's a position player, and usually he hits home runs, but not today. He he did all right, though. Gave up three hits and two runs, but he was throwing up 75-mile-an-hour cheeseburgers up there. I don't know if they 